As a medical professional, you're probably consumed by your work. Because of that, you likely miss out on big opportunities to protect and grow the wealth you work so hard for. Luckily, through passive real estate investing, you can place your capital in the hands of trusted syndicators who do all the legwork while you sit back and let your money work for you. Syndicators like Ascent Equity Group. Ascent Equity Group is led by three medical professionals turned full-time real estate investors who have secured a quarter of a billion dollars in assets in just three years. And their latest opportunity, Sunrise and Chandler, is open now. Sunrise and Chandler is an exciting 177-unit value-add multifamily opportunity in the affluent city of Chandler, Arizona. This Class B asset in a Class A location was secured at a significant discount and is already cash flowing out of the gate, with 89% of the units still in need of renovation. Sunrise and Chandler is close to meeting its capital raising goal and will be closing soon. So if you'd like to learn more, visit ascentequitygroup.com forward slash best deal to schedule a call. That's A-S-C-E-N-T equitygroup.com slash best deal. This opportunity is open to accredited investors only. Mix of education and action is definitely the way to go in any type of business or in anything you do in life. As long as you learn the right things from the right people and implement the action and do it consistently, you're set up for success. You cannot fail. Before we get into today's episode, I want to offer you a free service and a free gift. Yes, a free gift. You're a loyal best ever listener. You deserve free gifts. And it's from our best ever partner, Secure Pay One, the landlord helper. So are you a landlord or investor who's self-managing? Well, if you're self-managing, is that the best way to scale your business? And are you fulfilled by self-managing or would you rather be doing other stuff with your time? Like, I don't know, scaling your business, scaling your portfolio, making more money, bringing more rentals, rental income coming in because you're acquiring more properties. If you want to scale, if you're not getting fulfilled by self-managing, then here comes a free service, here comes a free gift. Linda Libatory, you know her, episode 714, I interviewed her about her best ever advice, talked to her about her company, which is the solution to your problem, Secure Pay One, the landlord helper. They handle the phone calls, they handle the rent collections, they handle late payment reminders, they handle the lease violation notices, everything from the text messages, reminders, all the way to collecting the ACH payments. Linda's team will help you scale your business, whether you've got 500 units or even a handful of units, go to mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. That's mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. They're going to give you a free 30-minute goal strategy session. They'll give you free setup and the first 30 days free, mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. Again, if you are self-managing and you're not fulfilled by self-managing and you agree that there's a better way to scale your business, scale your investments, then go to mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. Take Linda and her team up on their generous offer of giving you a trial and a strategy session to see if it's right for you. Mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any fluff with us today. Raul Balufe. How you doing, Raul? What's up, man? Thanks for having me, Joe. Yeah, nice to have you on the show, my friend. And a little bit more about Raul. He is the president at Capital Rise Investments. He has done over 200 deals since beginning wholesaling in 2014, 
By the age of 23, he has flipped over $15 million of property and made 355000 off of the MLS. We will get into that. He is based in sunny Miami, Florida. With that being said, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and your current focus? Yeah, man. I started investing a couple years ago, about three years back. And it was a scary transition because especially in this market, it's really competitive. But I figured, hey, you know, if other people can do it, I think I can do it too. I was actually selling cars in my dad's dealership. And then I saved enough money and I bought my first rental property. And I figured, hey, I can do this again. So I started listening to podcasts, reading books, and I got into it. I got a mentor down here, and I started with the MLS, learning how to send offers, learning how to find buyers, and that's pretty much how I got my first deal. And now I'm just running with it. We still do MLS, but now we're doing a lot of mail. We're doing some bandit signs, some mail. We're doing some internet marketing now, websites. And we've kind of grown to, we're about an eight-man team now and doing some deals. You had an eight-man team. Walk us through who does what. I got a assistant, a secretary, and she pretty much answers the day-to-day calls and does the checks and pretty much the organization. I have an acquisitions manager for MLS. Then I have a sales manager that pretty much does all the sales. I have two acquisitions members. I have one sales guy. And then I have an office manager and two VAs. So I don't know if I lost you there, but. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> I've been taking notes. Who did you hire first? My first hire was actually one of my first VAs. And how'd you find your VA? Online through Upwork.com. Uh-huh. Or I think before it was Odesk or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd you have the VA do? I had a VA send offers for me. So I kind of showed them how to fill out the contracts using FreedomSoft. And I had the VA tell them what to write on the contracts, and then I would send them the information that would do it. What type of training process did you do with the VA? I actually got some of the training process from another podcaster, Joe McCall. He has like some training thing for that mm-hmm. of what to have VAs do. So I used like the backbone of that, and then I kind of just implemented my own little strategy with them. Mm-hmm. But usually through email or through YouTube video, I'll make like a little video of how to do it, and they would do it. And how much do you pay them an hour? One VA, I have them at three thirty-three, and the other one at four fifty. For someone who has a wholesaling business and wants to make that first VA hire, what would you recommend to them? Either a lesson you've learned or ways to get out of the gate strong. What I would recommend is make sure that you yourself know how to do the task first very well before you can get someone to do it. Because since it's not in person, you can't really show them. So it might take a lot of explaining and uh, videos and training to really get them to do it. So make sure you really know how to do it perfectly before Mm -hmm. you get someone to do it. So before we try and automate our process, we actually have to know the process. That's what you're saying? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, man. It makes it a lot easier. It's It's just so much easier to be able to train somebody on something that you know how to do in and out. So they can sense that you know how to do it. Mm-hmm. $15 million worth of properties that you've wholesaled, right? Not fix and flip, but wholesaled? Wholesaled, correct. Okay. And how old are you now? 24. And when did you get started? In 2014? Yeah, correct. So 2014, this is 17. So 2016, you were 23. 
and in 2014, you were 21. So you started when you were 21 years old, and in two years, you had wholesaled over $15 million worth of property, right? Yeah. I'm right around $26 million now. What was the first property you wholesaled? The first one I did was actually, I was doing a technique that I learned from Joe McCall, actually, pretty much texting landlords on GoSection8.com, asking them if they're willing to sell their house. And I got a hold of a property manager, and the property manager introduced me to the landlord. And that's pretty much how I got the first deal. I said, hey, are you looking to sell? He said, oh, I'm not, but my landlord is. I manage his properties. And he put me in contact with him, and they gave me all information for his properties. I made him an offer. And I actually got two under contract like that. And that's how I got my first deal. Where are these properties located? South Florida. South Florida. Can you give us the numbers on that first one? I was getting it for 62 and I assigned it for 68. Mm-hmm. So I made about six grand there. And you mentioned gosection8.com. Obviously, it's a website. I haven't heard of that one. That's pretty much a website where landlords and potential tenants can go and view properties that are Section 8 ready. Pretty much properties that are only the landlords want to rent to Section 8 tenants. So the tenants can create an account as if they're a tenant and they're able to view these properties and landlords create an account like if they're landlords and they can list their properties there mm-hmm. and it's free. Okay. And you went online, you texted the number, you got a hold of a property manager who then introduced you to their client, the landlord, and then you wholesaled his property. Correct. $62,000, you signed it for 68000 you got to do a lot of those to make up $15 million in two years. So help fill in some of the gaps there. When I say $15 million worth of properties, no, it's not $15 million profit. Oh, no, I get it. I was with you on that. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm like, damn, if not, I'd be, I'd be like next to Donald Trump or something. <laughs> um, so basically our average property now is about 120000 So basically we do about 80 deals a year. Okay, I'm with you. You kind of see how I get there. Yeah. So yeah. the sixty thousand is more on the lower end. Mm-hmm. That was your so first now, one. Was, yeah, first brand new property. Yeah, first so property that was my first did. one. So now our average wholesale is about from like wide at one forty, so one sixty, something like that. Mm-hmm. What are you doing with the profits? Are you investing them into long term holds, or are you just putting them all back in the business, or are you buying cars or what? Porsche. So, I love cars, man. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, maybe a little bit. So, a big portion of it in the beginning, in my first two years, was going to buying rental properties. So, I accumulated a little portfolio of single family homes. I got about 10 of them now. And then, so after I did that, I started putting more of the profits back into the business. So, hiring new people, sending more marketing. That's why I got in, more into mail and online advertising and hiring more staff to help me grow. So to answer your question, yes, in the beginning, more towards buying properties for rental income, and then now majority going back into the business. Mm -hmm. What's been the best investment that you've made back into the business, and what's been the worst investment that you made back into the business? That's an awesome question. (laughs) I like that question. Okay, so the best investment made back into the business was reinvest in mail marketing. So I'm sure you hear and everybody listening to this probably hears a lot of podcasts or reads books and yeah, the mail goes up, it goes down, but if you're consistent, the mail works. 
at the end of the day, it's just the way I've seen it. I might have a month that I get a 2% return. I might have a month that I get a 6 It just all depends. But being consistent with the mail has helped me out a lot. And apart from getting deals through it, it builds a lot of credibility because you're getting off-market stuff, and buyers love that. So when I get an off-market deal that I've gotten through mail, it really builds a lot of hype towards the properties we're getting, and it mm-hmm. shows that we're active out there. We're not only getting deals that are on market, but we're also really hunting for those deals that are off market. Mm-hmm. No one else has mentioned the building the credibility because you're getting off market deals. And I'm glad that you did because I never thought of that. I saw that happening because I'll be like, man, like this house is priced the same as the ones that are on the MLS, but we're getting three times the amount of calls. So as I started talking to these people, they're like, yeah, but I haven't seen this deal before. So it's like, how many more of these do you get? I'm like, actually, I'm getting them more frequently now because I'm doing a lot more marketing. It's like, okay, like make sure you put me in your VIP list. Make sure you get me on there. So I'm like, all right, man, we'll do. Mm-hmm. So I started noticing that and it gets more buyers Then you can then turn those buyers into people who buy other properties. Mm-hmm. I like that. And what about the worst investment you've made back into your business? The worst investment that I made back into my business. Great question. Well, I would have to say it was maybe spending it on systems that I didn't need. I don't really want to name any names because I'm not out here to bash any. Yeah. But mainly just systems that you don't need. Try to simplify your business. Obviously, you need a CRM or you need certain sheets or computers or softwares or whatever. But don't get overhyped on all that stuff. Get stuff that works for you and that makes it simple to buy and sell houses or whatever your business is. So maybe that was a big spending mistake. Mm-hmm. And not asking you to name a name of the system or the software or whatever, but I would be curious to know, and I'm sure the listeners are as well, what functionality did that have that you're like, I don't need that? Well, functionality, maybe not so much, but more is like, for instance, I had one CRM for buyers, one CRM for sellers. I had another CRM for contacts. So it's like when one CRM could have done all three, mm, you know, okay. you could just kind of some find a way to customize it or whatever. So I was kind of like falling in love with like, oh, this CRM has this features, this CRM has this features. But really, do I really use all those features? I'd rather just put it in one platform and customize it as best as I can, even if it takes a little bit more labor, but really get it on one system so it's just more organized, more clean. You go to one place to find all your leads, one place to do your follow-ups. It works a lot easier. Mm -hmm. What CRM do you use? Because obviously you're happy with it if you're using it. I use FreedomSoft. I've been using it since I started, and they made a lot of good changes recently. I know uh, Rob Swanson took over not that long ago. Man, I really like it. It works perfect for me. For buyers, sellers, you can put your contracts on there. I like the new leads tab. You can get phone numbers and stuff. It's pretty cool. I don't even use all the features, but it has a ton for me to use and it's really user-friendly. It's nice. I like it, man. And best of our listeners, you can listen to our interview with Rob Swanson, episode 772, how he scored $10 million at the bottom of the real estate market, episode 772. What is your best real estate investing advice ever? My best advice is pretty much staying consistent. So I was actually talking to somebody today. It's really easy to give up in real estate. Real estate was never made to be a short-term gain type of business. It's always been like a buy and hold business or buy your home, resell it in a year, whatever. If you stay consistent 
constantly talking to leads, sending mail, or whatever way you like to get leads, and you take the right actions, you can succeed. You will succeed. You just have to be consistent. How do you educate yourself? Because your mind is evolved more than other early 20-year-olds that I've come across. So clearly you're into personal development and you've mentioned some podcasts. So where do you get that information from and have you always been that way? I've always been very curious and very uh, kind of want to know how everything works. So I was kind of like in my nature. But podcasts has helped me a lot, man. There's, you can just find so much information on podcasts. Your podcast, you have a ton of interviews with very interesting people, successful people. A ton of all these other real estate podcasts. I mentioned Joe McCall, Sean Terry, Matt Terrio. If you just listen to a bunch of these podcasts, you get a lot of knowledge, way more than you even need. So that definitely helps a lot. Read books. I know you're big on books. You ask for everybody's favorite books at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I love books, podcasts, YouTube, webinars, a little bit of everything. And there's a ton of edu- free education out there. What are some of your favorite go-to resources? Well, now I purchase some of the courses, Deshaun Terry, Matt Terry. So I, I constantly going back to those courses. I like to refeed that material back in me, even if it's like the basics, it's always important to know the basics of stuff. And then once you fully understand that, you can really start thinking like, okay, in my business, how can I implement the basics again? So it's sending mail or however you get leads, MLS, you always got to go back to the basics, buying and selling. So that really helps me a lot. Podcasts, I listen to your podcast. I listen a lot to Material and Epic Real Estate. Now I want to go back to the direct mail marketing because you said that's been the best investment you've made back into your business and you're consistent with it. Will you define what consistent is as far as frequency and how many you send out? I'll get a list and I will send once a month for six months minimum. So whatever list that may be and however many people, I'll send for a month, every month, six months straight, and different pieces of mail. I'll send mm. a postcard one month and a letter the next month and another postcard and another letter, all different for six months. Mm. I think that anybody hitting a list should at least hit it three months, back to back to back, for ultimate results, six months. And have you looked at how many leads you're getting from the one, two, three, four, and five and six month mailers and have you seen which mailer generates the most leads as far as one through six months i have tracked that however i will say that's kind of a good question but what i see is that i get easier sales or easier acquisitions like months four five and six so maybe the leads won't be the same amount but it'll be a lot easier to get the house under contract because they've been already seeing my name for three months or four months. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, that does. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Yeah, let's do it. All right, first a quick word from our best ever partners. Are you an investor who self-manages, talks to your residents, collects checks, and handles all the day-to-day tasks? Well, there's a better way, best ever listener, and guess what that better way is? Secure Pay One. Secure Pay One, the landlord helper, We'll have conversations over the phone with your residents whenever there's an issue and the residents can pay you directly. So schedule your free trial and 30-minute session today at mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. 
That's mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. Ready to bring your real estate investing dreams to life? Learn how to get focused, gain momentum, and the proven roadmap to make it happen with the Time for Investing Masterclass. Doors for enrollment are now open. Reserve your spot today with Neva at Neva, N-E-V-A, at timeforinvesting.com. What's the best ever book you've read? 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. He's a Florida guy, isn't he? Yeah, he lives in Miami. He lives in, uh, he? in Sunny Isles. Yeah. Best ever deal you've done? Second property I bought, a single family home. Bought it for like 47000 Put in like 20000 I've been renting it for three years. And I uh, just got it appraised for like 150. Congratulations. How'd you get the money to buy that single family home? I had already wholesaled a couple houses, so I had some money saved up. And then I got a hard money lender. Do you still have that hard money loan on the property? I do. I have renewed it for these years, but I am in the process of refinancing it with a conventional bank. Mm -hmm. Best ever way you like to give back? I actually enjoy teaching and mentoring people who are not as fortunate or maybe not as savvy with information or school. I like to kind of just speak motivation to them as much as I can and share with them any secrets or anything that helped me along the way or it keeps helping me in my business. I like to help it with people who kind of see things a little bit differently. What is a mistake you've made on a transaction that you can think of? On a transaction? Definitely with buyers. Collect their escrows. <laughs> I know it sounds simple, but man, these buyers, they're sharp. <laughs> Will you elaborate on that? So if you're selling a wholesale deal, a lot of times for me, if I'm doing a mess, I got to put the escrow. So I'll sell it to a buyer. I'll get the contract signed. And in the beginning, I like kind of put it off like, okay, it's a done deal. But then, you know, a week will pass by. I never followed up and they never sent the deposit. And then they're like, okay, I don't want the deal anymore for some reason. And then now it's like I have to rush and find another buyer and do this, do that. But that'll all be avoided if you collect the deposit or have them send it to the title company right when you sell the property to them. What's the best place the best ever listeners can get in touch with you? You can go on our website or our Facebook, Capital Rise Investments LLC or CapitalRiseInvestments.com. I have my office number there and we have my email, all our information if you guys want to get a hold of me. Raul, thank you for being on the show and talking about how quickly you've gotten out of the gate in real estate in two years from 21 to 23 having wholesaled on average over $15 million, which I think was on average like 200 or so houses, I think, when I did that math. Um, right. I mean, it's, it's a lot like of... 80 houses a year. 80, yeah, 160. Yeah, I knew that didn't sound... 80, yeah, 160. I, what, I was doing the math off of the 68,000. That's where it was. But it's very impressive what you've done in the team that you've built and how you have put a premium on the learning and then applying what others have done and then replicating the model. I think that's the storyline for this conversation is that you're not recreating the wheel. You're simply implementing what's been proven that other people have done and you're taking massive action and you're scaling along the way. A mix of education and action is definitely the way to go in any type of business or in anything you do in life. As long as you learn the right things from the right people and implement the action and do it consistently, you're set up for success. You cannot fail. You summarized it much better than I could. Thanks for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever day. We'll talk to you soon. 
Thanks, Joe. Take care. Appreciate it, man. Ready to bring your real estate investing dreams to life? Learn how to get focused, gain momentum, and the proven roadmap to make it happen with the Time for Investing Masterclass. Doors for enrollment are now open. Reserve your spot today with Neva at Neva, N-E-V-A, at timeforinvesting.com.